Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have my co-host, Paulette Stout, in full attire, here for something. I wish I was wearing it. I love it. (laughs) We also have special guest, Gloria Austin. She is literally a legend. Gloria, thank Thank you for being with us. (laughs) Thank you for saying so. (laughs) We are going to get to Gloria in a little bit. We've got a couple of short segments to start with. First of all, the news. And then we're going to be talking to Dr. Samantha Carter about parasites. Then we'll get to, uh, to Gloria. We've got several segments with her. It'll be lovely to chat to her about her life and all her success and all her wonderful stories she has. Uh, I'm really excited to actually go out to her farm and visit and have a ride in the carriage and, and hopefully bring you some really good footage from there also in the very near future. First of all, I want to start off by saying it would have been, should have been, and could have been Derby weekend. But it's not. Uh, first Saturday in May, always for me, um, for years and years and years, for as long as I've been doing the show. Um, but we are doing a, well, not we personally, but we're involved in promoting the virtual Triple Crown runners uh, this weekend, which I think is amazing. Churchill Downs has announced plans to celebrate the first Saturday in May, the traditional date, if it was not for the pandemic. Um, and they're going to use this to raise $2 million uh, emergency relief efforts uh, for the COVID-19 pandemic situation. And they are going to do a virtual race between the 13 Triple Crown winners. And you can bet on which one you think will win. And um, I actually didn't bring any of my hats or fascinators with me today, which is terrible. So Paulette brought me one. And um, these are actually uh, mint juleps right here. (laughs) Well, I mean, we'll just pretend they are, right? Um, And we'll say cheers because we're going to toast the Derby, even though we aren't having it, or the Derby, as we would say in England. Um, But I think it's great that Churchill Downs is doing that. And (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you can actually tune in to NBC um, between 3 and 6 p.m. on Saturday, and you can actually watch this uh, virtual race with American Pharaoh and Secretariat and Sir Barton and all these other horses. And it, I think it's just a great idea. It's inspired, actually created by Inspired Entertainment. Um, and it's just going to be like a showdown between 13 Triple Crown winners. And I think it's really cool. And they're going to use um, data algorithms, including historical handicapping information about each horse to determine the probability of their potential finishing position. So I think that's really cool. Um, since April 30th, fans have been able to go to KentuckyDerby.com and um, choose their favorite horse. So I think that's really neat. But all the money is going to go to this COVID-19 emergency fund. And um, I think that's really a fabulous way to celebrate. Um, So anyway, you'll be able to watch it like you would be normally. And I would normally be at the Derby. And on that note, I want to say how much I miss this week being with John Fields. We got a picture of John Fields. I got to take this off. It makes it too dark. I can't see. 
uh, John Fields from the uh, Hilton Garden Inn, uh, where we always stay in Louisville. There he is, Hilton Strong. Uh, miss him so much. He's the GM there, and we always get to stay there uh, and enjoy the, the five miles away from the Derby. And, and just we have a wonderful time at 8 up, and it's such a lovely place to stay. So if you haven't booked for September 5th, you should book now. Special horseman rates uh, apply. You can just mention the show in Ocala, get booked, make sure you're there September 5th. It is the first time since the Second World War that the Derby has been moved to a different uh, weekend. So it's pretty historic. We thought last year's Derby was weird. Everything just got weirder. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's going to change a lot of, um, of, uh, of the setup, maybe, of which horses perhaps do better than others because they may be peaking at different times. So I think it'll be a very interesting year. Um, do dozens of horse racing supporters, including Hall of Famer Bob Baffert, and we actually have a Racing Nation photo of him and his wife Jill rallying uh, in Los Angeles. Um, calling the return of racing to Santa Anita Park because uh, this call to action is really needed to keep that industry moving along. And Bob himself has even talked about perhaps leaving California and not racing there anymore and training there anymore if things don't change because it's become so very difficult. Uh, that's been his longtime home base and uh, he and his wife Jill, as I said, they were out there picketing with the best of them uh, uh, for this rally. And it, you know, it's an important sport. It's, it's a big part of the equine industry, of course, here in the horse capital and way beyond. And uh, so Bob has an exciting time coming this weekend also in the Arkansas Derby because he has the two favorites. Uh, because of the way that the race fell, there's actually going to be two races of 11 horses each, total of 22 horses, and he's got the favorite in each one of those two races. There he is with Jill <laughs> out there with his mask on, uh, rallying and, uh, and supporting the horse racing. So. Uh, very, uh, very. It's very sad to see what's going on in California and even, you know, across the nation. And uh, and we're going to go ahead and keep on supporting them and uh, and pushing forward. We know we need change, but uh, we want to see good change, and then we want to see uh, racing carry on. Sadly, uh, for me, British international show jumper, uh, trainer, and breeder Liz Edgar uh, passed away three days before her 77th birthday after a short battle with cancer. Growing up in Warwickshire as a show jumper, doing some eventing as well, uh, she was a, um, I guess, a, like a mentor, an icon to me, somebody that I followed and just wanted to be just like. The younger sister of David Broom uh, moved to Leek Wooden in Warwickshire, which is where I'm from, uh, from her family home in Monmouthshire when she married Ted Edgar in 1965. And I followed her her whole life, pretty much. Um, and uh, of course, she's super famous. Um, she represented Great Britain on numerous championships and Nation Cups teams. She was a tremendous ambassador for British show jumping and equestrianism as a whole. Uh, at the age of just 12, she made her first appearance at Horse of the Year show, and at 17, she won the Young Rider Championships for the first time, uh, winning the Queen Elizabeth Cup five times. Uh, really incredible, incre incredible lady, an icon and a legend, especially uh, in Great Britain. So prayers and thoughts to all connected and to her family. Uh, she'll certainly be missed. She had a great life. Thousands of entries from around the world have been received for a virtual version of the Royal Windsor Horse Show, which was among the high profile casualties of this pandemic. Show organizers say that they have an astounding number of entries 
for this virtual uh, Windsor 2020. So this will be an online platform that merges virtual competition with e-commerce and social media. Interesting to see how that turns out. I suppose as we move forward in this, hopefully not having to face this again in the fall or next year even, uh, it is something to think about. How do we come up with virtual things that we can do in a situation like this? So um, this is a very special show to everybody. Obviously, it's going to be missed not having the real thing, um, but, uh, but wonderful that they're doing that. In closing, uh, I just want to mention that they've come out with a study saying that it's as important for horses to play as it is for dogs to play, both with you and with each other. They say that this is a new study and a new result, but I think some of us, especially the Pirellis, for example, have been playing with horses and recommend that for years and years. Now they've proven it. So make sure you have some playtime with your horse. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show with Dr. Carter. Stay with us. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio, co-host Paulette Stout. And we have special guest, Gloria Austin, with us. And joining us by phone, we have Dr. Samantha Carter from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Carter. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, it's that time of year when we're all a little bit more concerned uh, about the about the parasites. We're going back into Florida. We sort of have hot and hotter, right, or warm and warmer, or mm -hmm. <laughs> except for, <laughs> except for my co-host who's always cold. Um, but going into the summer months, we certainly are more concerned, I think, about parasites, and it's something that just actually comes to mind, I think, more for people. And I want to talk a little bit about the most common parasites and some of the suggested protocols and how that differs like state to state. So, Dr. Carter, okay. first of all, um, tell us what are the most common parasites in horses? Um, so, in adult horses right now, the most common parasites are the small strongels and tapeworms. 
but in foals, um, we tend to worry more about roundworms. Now, is this the time of the year when you start to be more concerned um, that perhaps maybe you have people, you know, more doing more fecal testing? Um, what I usually suggest is people either test in January and in October. Um, and I know you mentioned uh, like deworming protocols state to state. In Florida, we try to deworm um, depending on um, fecal egg count and you know there's when you get those test results back we kind of classify horses into different categories like low medium or high shedders um, and based on that we like to deworm ideally uh, like November and February um, kind of around the cold parts of the month which in Florida sometimes we never really get mm -hmm. that right. first frost right. um, so it can be a little challenging that way. Now, as far as the fecals, and this is kind of a sort of a, I guess this is kind of a compl complicated question and maybe it has more parts to it than, than you can really answer simply, but how foolproof, if you want to call it that, is a fecal? And for example, if let's say you have, I'll give an example. I adopted a BLM Mustang a couple months ago who had um, a bunch of, you know, was I was keeping him in the round pen, big, tall, six foot high round pen. And, you know, he had several um, fecal piles around that round pen. And in one, there was nothing. But in another one, there were some eggs. And mm -hmm. then later on, there were actually something I've never seen in any of my horses before, which was real worms, <laughs> like yeah. live ones, you know, yuck, look like spaghetti. Wow. I, I might not eat spaghetti <laughs> yeah. ever again. Um, so, so let's say I only had one pile tested and it was negative. Mm -hmm but in the other pile, there were some eggs. So how reliable is that? And how much can you count on that, that fecal being conclusive and accurate? I guess um, reliability comes from timing of the sample. You definitely want the most fresh sample um, for one. And if you do have a horse that's kind of um, intermittently shedding, um, testing a couple different piles is a good idea. The other thing that we've started to do um, is the fecal egg reduction test. Um, so taking the in individual horse, testing one fecal um, before deworming, and then using your deworming product, and then testing about two weeks after, and then um, basically comparing and creating a ratio and what we'd ideally like to see is a 90% reduction in the fecal egg count in that individual. Um, so I guess that is one way to make it more foolproof. Um, and then just testing yearly to make sure your horse, um, I guess in this example, if the horse was shedding pretty low numbers still, or was it a pretty drastic, like he was shedding like 700 eggs in one and then no one none in the other right right so it, there's a lot of talk about a lot of the products um mm -hmm. that the the parasites are getting resistance to them and that they're not as effective is there any way around that and is there a, a is that the case you know are, are there a lot of products now that uh, that are you know struggling to be effective yeah, um, and we see that a lot because uh, the horse population used to have a lot of large strong dials, and to combat that, we were deworming 
every two months. Um, I remember that. <laughs> to, yeah, to kill the eggs in the horse and in the environment. And the good thing is, is we did a really good job. <laughs> the bad thing is, is we kind of did a little bit too good of a job. It made um, the small strandiles and tapeworms a little more resistant. Um, and so to, to pick which dewormer is best, we kind of go back to doing the fecal egg count yearly and then deworming horses individually based on their egg count instead of deworming all the whole herd every couple months right i do remember those days do you remember those days when every couple months we were like routinely like just deworming whether we knew whether we needed to or not and oh yeah we'll, we'll just deworm everybody with the same thing so yeah every so i know i remember those like six to eight weeks and boom oh yeah we got to do it again but and I guess the sorry. No, I was just going to say, but then there's there's the you've got to weigh up the concern, of course, with the health of the horse as well because of the damage, you know, that parasites could be doing. So I guess we thought we exactly. were doing the right thing. <laughs> right, and when large strandules were the concern, it was the right thing because large strandules cause very severe colic that often turn deadly. So right. we were all pretty freaked out about that. <laughs> yeah, we were. You're right. Now, with the insisting, um, the, the way that they can insist into the wall, either of the stomach or the, or the intestinal wall, it, mm -hmm. that, that obviously makes them protect themselves from the deworming products, right? I mean, that can happen. Yeah, that, um, that can happen. It does happen. Um, but the, it doesn't necessarily make the parasites more resistant in that way. It's more the timing of giving the dewormer for one um, and then using cr like proper dewormers for insisted parasites and I believe the two that we know that kill insisted parasites is moxidectin and fenbendazole uh, which that's quest and panicure okay. or the power pack so those are kind of the products so those um, are the go-to's if you are concerned that they might be insisted into the into the wall and, and yeah. maybe oblivious to any deworming product. If you use one of those two, then you can get those as well. Right, because I think the our gut reaction is to grab the cheapest one, <laughs> and the cheapest one comes in many different names um, product-wise, but it's usually ivermectin. So it can be very tempting to buy the cheapest one, um, but sometimes it's not necessarily the best for each situation yes that's true well dr carter that flew by thank you for the information um petersonsmith.com uh, if you want to reach out to any of their ambulatory vets or have any questions they'd be happy to help you dr samantha carter thank you for being with us thank you see you we've got to go to break we're coming right back we're going to have gloria austin going to have a few segments with her and uh, learn a lot and uh, I, I think she may have some great stories for us. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. 
visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is brought to you in part by Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tax Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality, and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now, or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Before we start, quick shout out for Bugzo. Can you see that? So last summer was much better for the flies and mosquitoes because of this. And this arrived yesterday from Jessica Lynn at Earthsong Ranch. And Jessica, I just want to say thank you. I'm so happy to see it. I cannot wait. The flies are terrible already. And none of the fly sprays are working. I, I can't, I've tried the natural, the not natural, everything. And this arrived and it made me grin like a Cheshire cat. So my horse is going to be right back on this starting tonight. And I'm so thrilled because it's all natural and safe and wonderful. And I remember all my flies went away last summer. So thank you. Bugzo, you need to get yours earthsongranch.com. Jessica will get that sent out to you. So now I'm excited. Um, Paulette is all in costume here. Um, and uh, of course, she's my co-host, Topper Question. And I'm so thrilled to have somebody I've actually wanted to have on the show forever. And that's Gloria Austin. She is a legend. Uh, she was, I think, born to be legendary. Uh, on a thousand acre farm in New York and grew up uh, with horses and, and started competing at a young age. Super successful, uh, wonderful parents, very supportive. Now she's in Florida. Uh, she's got some of those beautiful carriages and horses that I've seen in my life. I'm going to go to the farm and be on one. Gloria, it's so yes. lovely to have you. A legend you. here uh, with us on the show <laughs> and, and an author and a historian. So much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a proper hat when you come to my oh, place, good. okay? Oh, good. I'd In like fact, to have I've a got hat. probably over 200 hats oh, at the place, both men's and women's hats. So uh, if if anybody comes, we're prepared with hats. Oh, I love okay. hats. Yeah. That's, That's so right. wonderful. That's right. I'm excited. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So tell us about your um, your how your love of horses started. I know you were on a big farm, young age. You were in New York. Mm -hmm. uh, your family was supportive. Right. Uh, but what drew you to carriage driving? 
Well, it was Roy Rogers and Gene Autry on Saturday morning <laughs> television. That's what happened. And I've got that in one of the books here. I think it tells a little bit about the history and my association with horses because everybody's always interested in that. And then I got interested in riding as a result of watching Dale Evans ride into the sunset <laughs> and uh, Roy Rogers and Gene Autry singing his, uh, his beautiful music on his guitar. And I love music as well because I'm a ballroom dancer. So I know, I saw that. Not, you need not think I'm just a horsewoman. So, yes. Maybe you can teach me to ballroom dance <laughs> as well. <laughs> there you go. But I got interested in carriage driving. Most people are interested in why I was interested in carriage driving. And I'm interested in carriage driving because of age. I got older and I say I aged out of riding. <laughs> and I know you're a rider and you're a rider. Uh, so I, I got into carriage driving because I saw some very old gentlemen at the uh, Toronto Royal Agricultural Fair in Toronto, Canada. And uh, I saw these elderly men with gray hair that looked like if you went, you could blow them off the carriage. <laughs> so they, that's how I said, well, now if a man that age can do carriage driving, drive four horses to a big coach, a woman with 50% less body, upper body strength and 60% less strength in our thumbs, uh, we sh I should be able to do what they're doing. And so that was my inspiration for driving. So Roy Rogers were riding and these elderly men at the Royal Agricultural <laughs> Fair in Toronto gave me the ins inspiration for driving. So really? there you go. So yeah. how many years have you been driving for? Oh, uh, probably 30, 40 years now. Wow. Um, I started with a Welch Arab cross pony Ooh, that yeah. I bought from a, uh, a woman in uh, Bath, New York, if you know where Steuben County is. And uh, I bought the pony with a uh, training carriage, which most people start with today, I have found, and two sets of harness a cut down what I know today to be a runabout is the name of it, and a sleigh. And I was in upstate New York, so I was all set with this pony. So there you go. You know, that's, you that's interesting because yeah. I actually, it's funny you say that because I never, like I, I, when I see Kimmy Carp downtown at Christmas with the beautiful carriage with Tiny Prince Charming, I'm always, I love it. It looks mm -hmm. like something out of a movie, but mm -hmm. I never really wanted to do it because I always thought it was you know just for older people or just for tours and things and right. not really something that and then when I started attending Live Oak International six seven years ago and I just I loved watching that it was, it was exciting and I saw a lot of younger people doing right. it and I thought okay this is not that dull and then recently um, Mary Phelps yes and her husband yeah. uh, Wayne Humphreys uh, I went out to visit them at their farm and they have Bouncer, the Welsh pony, sure. the, the world champ. Right. And, they, and Wayne said, would you like to learn to drive? So by my second visit out there, I was doing the cones and loving it. Like, yes. I love it. And actually, yes. he messaged me the other day. He said, when are you coming back out to drive? I said, when all this crazy pandemic is over, because I haven't been isolating. Right. And he's had some, you know, health right. issues. Yes. And I said, Wayne, I'm not coming near you until I'm sure that 
I can come near you. But I'm dying to get back out there and drive well, again. Well, let me tell you, I brought you, uh, I think, three books today mm -hmm. because I knew you were new to driving. I know you did your research on my background, and I did a little <laughs> research on your background. And one of the books is actually, it's called Speak Your Horse's Language. And you've done 22 books now. 22 books. And you can 22. buy these on Amazon. Yes, yes. You go, you go to Amazon.com, author Gloria Austin. And, and uh, in fact, I bought you more than, than uh, just three, I guess it was. I bought you this one because that's for you because you're learning how to drive. I am. And it tells you more than just how to use the aids of driving because we talk about the aids of driving and you notice, yeah. Paulette, it's instead of it's your, instead of your reins, your seat, and your body and your legs with riding, with driving you use your reins, which are somewhat the same as is ridden dressage reinsmanship, but you also use your voice and your whip. Your whip replaces your legs, and so does your voice somewhat replace your legs. So that's going to tell you all that Thank great you. information. Wayne, if you're watching, look yes. what I've got. <laughs> so she'll, be, ahead of, she'll be the head I, of the I should be Wayne. reading this and while I'm getting ready for my language. language. Communicating with the driving horse. Yes, and actually one of your two websites has all your books on it. Yes, um, yes, that's right. If you can put the websites back up again, there you go. Um, yeah. Horseandcarriagefacts.com has got all these books because right. I was looking at yeah. them today. <laughs> and uh, I brought you, what else did I bring you? I brought you Equine Elegance, which is some of my travels around the world. This is so on your next interview, you might know where I've been. Yes. Now let's see, what else did I bring you today? Oh, our, my most recent, the red one. Is that red David one. Saunders? That is David Saunders, yes. David Saunders, you're on the front of the book. Yes, I'm sure you know is. that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but our most recent book is one called A Cookbook for Horse Lovers. Now, I have to say, I don't cook. <laughs> So the recipes have come from a gal who works with me called Mary Chris Foxworthy. Because in college, how she got through school was to write recipes for other cookbooks. So she now has uh, helped me with this. But I wrote all the historical parts, which tells about the role of the horse in history, in producing food or cutting ice. Um, how lovely. Uh, treadmill. Uh, it tells that we're the only species that cook our food. That's why we developed our brains. And once our brains were developed, we discovered that we could capture the speed and the strength of the horse. And once man was linked with the horse, you couldn't stop civilization from developing. So that's, that's for you. And on that note, we have to go to break, but we're coming right back and we have much more with Gloria. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines, and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. 
This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of old right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with my co-host, top equestrian Paulette Stout, in her gear. I just want her outfit. And uh, we have special guest Gloria Austin here. What an honor. Uh, really looking forward to going out to actually have a driving experience with her and get some footage of that for you and bring that back here and share that. Uh, with you real time so you can actually see the horses and be there these lovely books I'm actually going to order this one for my mom for Mother's Day because she will love this I'm not parting with mine but um, and I'm going to get Gloria to sign them if they're not already signed because that's really important um, but she is definitely a legend um, I, I referred to her when she arrived as the queen uh, in in carriage driving but she's she's not quite nearly close enough to be the age of the queen but she's the queen in, ah. in a, she's yeah. royalty <laughs> yeah. uh, royalty uh, uh, in driving so we've been talking a little about her career um, two children yes two children they're both in New York State and uh, I have a handicapped son so that influenced my life a great deal and uh, then I have a daughter that's given me six grandchildren and three great-grandchildren so I'm somewhat a typical woman in that regard, in that I adore my family and I will be going there this summer. I just bought a farm there. In fact, you probably don't know that. I bought uh, 46 acres there in New York State. So I'll be going there this summer, but not taking horses because of the virus this summer. But I'll be doing three events in the fall. I'll be doing the Four in Hand Club Drive in Southern Pines, uh, North Carolina. I'll be going to Middleburg, Virginia uh, for an event which is the 20th anniversary of the Foreign Hand Club. In the Foreign Hand Club that it runs this uh, event is celebrating its 20th anniversary and it's one of the first organizations in history to accommodate both men and women in the same organization. So I was a founding member of that organization up in Middleburg, Virginia. Uh, Sandy Lerner, who was with Cisco Systems, she was one of the founders along with uh, Hector Acalde, who was with the cruise line industry, and uh, several other people that have notable backgrounds uh, who have worked in industry and a lot of us in the, uh, uh, the computer industry or information technology industry. So, but I'll be doing that in October. 
and then in uh, Novem November it is, I'll be going to the Carriage Association of America's uh, drive in uh, Mullet Hall, South Carolina, which is on Johns Island, and it's an interesting equestrian center there. And we can, we'll drive miles and miles of trails. But in each instance, oh, I'll be taking a four in hand of horses. In fact, yours or somebody else's? No, mine. <laughs> mine. You're, you're, it's the Andalusians. Yes. Well, they're, they, they're, they're priests. They're priests. Yeah, they're pure raza espanol. They're purebred Spanish horses. And I actually went to Spain to purchase them. Mm -hmm. And in fact, David Saunders went with me, and so did my man friend, Dr. Jean Sarah. And we I went like there. That. My man friend. Yes, yeah, there <laughs> That's you go. Good. There you go. Yeah, he, and dance partner. And dance partner. Yeah. We won a national ballroom dance championship. I think it was in 2004 or 2005, in in Columbus, Ohio. So uh, I, I really appreciate dance, and it gives me the sense of rhythm, rhythm yes, for the trot does. for the <laughs> the horses. <laughs> that's right. That's what I say. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. That's so. absolutely incredible. So we're going to put a few photos up that we snagged off Facebook. Oh, um, okay, no good. particular order. Good. Um, we're just going to pop them up there and let you just um, tell us a little bit okay. about them. Okay. All right. That looks beautiful. There, I'm driving now. If I can know exactly where this is. I think, like it, I it think does, it is Grand it? Oaks. It could be Grand Oaks. And it's, it's obviously a group of four-in-hand drivers. And uh, the, it looks like Frisians are the second group of horses. And I'm driving there these PREs, or Pura Raza, Raza Espanol horses. I think I took that. Did you? Yes. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. So you must Beautiful. have been down there when we were driving. Yeah. Oh, in this, oh, this is a dear sweet pictures. Those are Andalusians. Mm -hmm. Now, one of those horses, the smaller of them, is only 14 two hands high. Really? They are elegant, elegant horses. One was a chicken, didn't, was afraid of everything, and the other one was very bold. Now, this is going through the water at Grand Oaks, and you can see my hat's even flipping up in the air. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get, convey the impression that we were charging through this water, and we probably were. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but those are uh, four of those beautiful PREs. They're, they're they really quality horses. They're about uh, 16, 16, 1. Oh, and this is what is called a long team. I'm driving actually five horses here, a four-in-hand plus a single horse out in front, if you can see that. Yeah. And that's what's called a long team. A long team. Uh, and it, it's got its notoriety prob probably from Great Britain for adding, adding an extra horsepower to your four-in-hand. Mm. On the continent of Europe, you would have put uh, two and then three abreast to get achieve that. Oh, really? Now, this is in Newport. This is in 2018. And I hope I'm well enough and we can travel again uh, because the next event is in 2021. So I hope to attend that event again. That's a blue Healy coach. Uh, we have blue is my color except for the yellow rose, which is part of the, uh, it's part of the World Coaching Club, which is the women's organization. There are only about 22 members of that. Uh, this is in the early days of knowing Dr. Jean Sarah. I think that's who that is next <laughs> to me. <laughs> Your dance partner. My dance partner. In fact, he was known as a surgeon before he met me, and then when he started <laughs> dancing with me, he became known as a ballroom dancer. 
this this is a picture of just a few weeks ago uh, uh, before the virus struck. We were able to bring in a man from Spain. Can you see the man in yes, the center with the gray mm -hmm. horse, Spanish hat on? He's an international traditional driving judge. And he was here to work with the CAA, a Carriage Association of America, to try to get our rules to correspond with the European rules uh, for traditional driving, which is quite different than modern driving, the one you think of at Live Oak. Traditional driving is to use classical traditional carriages. And then this is the beloved David Saunders, and you probably met and talked to him, have you not? Another he Brit. was on the show last another, week. Another yes. Brit, another Brit. <laughs> Those are my horses, and uh, Disney, if you ever get a chance to work for Disney, go do it. They are a marvelous company to work with. Uh, and, and I hate to tell you all the good things that they did for me, but they asked me, and I said I would do something. And if you do, you say you're going to do it, you do it, right. uh, no matter what, whether the weather's rainy like it is there or not. And so we did two parades a day. Wow. Uh, this this is actually in Great Britain at the uh, Royal Windsor Horse Show in Great oh, Britain. Lovely. It was the first time I went. Uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier is putting on his uh, his rain wear. <laughs> I brought mine already on. <laughs> and yeah. we didn't wear brims on our hat because there was no sun out in Great Britain. So <laughs> this is in Great Britain just a few weeks ago, just before I went. I got an invitation to the men's, all men's, British Coaching Club dinner, Ooh. and that <laughs> was a real honor. I bet. <laughs> and this is a very lovely couple from Great Britain, uh, Peg Pebs and John Brown, and he's uh, very uh, active in coaching in Great Britain. And I'm very active in coaching in America whenever there's a coaching event. How amazing. And uh, we got to close on uh, that. We'll come back with okay. this photo. I got the sign that we were at a minute, 30 seconds ago, so we got to go well, we to break. We have the book, too. We have the book, we so the book. we'll come back with that <laughs> carriage picture and this book. Yes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Yeah, there you go. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Lawson Farms. The Lawson Farms mission is simple to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Lawson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. When you bring your taxes to Liberty Tax, we'll handle it. No matter what you throw at us, no matter what you need, no matter what. 
and we're so confident we'll do a great job, you'll want to bring us your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. You may even want to bring us everyone in the world. But please don't. We're not staffed for that. Liberty Tax. Bring it. We'll handle it. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Quick shout out for Tax Shack of Ocala. They are doing curbside pickup for all of your items that you need. I'm actually wearing my Tax Shack shirt here. Well, I got it at Tax Shack. It's really pretty. It's got horses on it. Um, I think they may still have the shirt actually available there, but they do have curbside pickup. So, uh, you know, if you if you call ahead, you let them know what you want. They'll put it all in the shopping cart out in the parking lot for you. You can uh, pay on the phone online, and they can they can have that all ready for you. They did it for me the other day. So I got my fly spray and all the things I needed, so it was wonderful. Uh, Paulette Stout, my co-host, is uh, in her attire. We're going to let her tell us in a minute why she's wearing that and what exactly it is, because I'm curious. I, you know me and dress up, so I just want the outfit. Uh, and, of course, we have our special guest in the studio this week, Gloria Austin. We've been chatting about, uh, about her adventures, and we're going to pop that picture back up that we finished with. If you're joining us on Facebook, if you're on the radio, you can't see this, but we're looking at a beautiful carriage, and that carriage is on this book. Gloria. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. This is this is a, car a very unique carriage, and in fact, it's the only full state carriage in the United States, and it's actually in better condition than those that are in the Schönbrunn, the castle and museum in Vienna, Austria, and it was at one time owned by the uh, Habsburg family, and it's set up in the museum. I in fact, that's interesting. That's my coach house right there. It's beautiful. And. Uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> And uh, I put the chandeliers in just for yeah. Paulette and some <laughs> other people there. Yeah, just yeah, for right. Paulette. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but the this full state carriage is on the right there. A and Paulette was asking me how I could produce all these books in five <laughs> years. And what happened is when I ran a museum, uh, I had spent some 20 years developing PowerPoint presentations to train volunteers and also to bring guests to the museum every Monday we I would do a two-hour lecture in the morning every Monday because that was our slowest day and that brought people in to hear the lectures so I would actually do a lecture on on, on the full state carriage and so that's why our books it's are the most our, our books are different than most books in that they're full of pictures. Oh, how lovely. And so it's as much of a picture book or a coffee mm -hmm. table book. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's it's set up with, for you modern people that do talk radio <laughs> that that you actually, uh, you know, have video of your talk radio. <laughs> so we've got to have pictures. How so, lovely. So here we go, our pictures. And it talks all about the restoration of the carriage and also the family that owned it, and the movies it was in. It was in some movies. Really? They weren't Disney movies at that yeah. time. Wow. But the first movie it was in was were talking movies. And in fact, the, the picture you're seeing on your screen right now is the lamp that's on the full state carriage. And these lamps were very exceptional. 
and I've authored the only book in history exclusively on carriage lamps. Really? There are other books, or there are other books that have things, bits and pieces about carriage lamps in them. In other words, you read a book on a coach or a carriage or something, and you read about the lamp, but there's no book exclusively devoted to carriage lamps. To lamps. Not that a lot of people want to read that. <laughs> mind you, there's so much to carriages and tradition that, you know, it's history. I love tradition. And it's amazing how tradition? much. And, and Gloria has so much knowledge. She's, an, shees a walking encyclopedia. I mean, for real. And she's a amazing. historian. It's I read amazing. all about her. I couldn't believe it. Well, what I tried to do also with that book on uh, carriage lamps is to even talk about the history of fire and the history of lamps or the history of lanterns, or street, the street, uh, street lighters, uh, mm -hmm. you know, lamp mm -hmm. lighters on mm -hmm. the streets of Great Britain and yes. your country, yes. you know? <laughs> so I tried to trace it right through to carriage lamps as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's a, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful book and it sells to those people who are buffs. It's, it's really so. interesting because like you said, when it's just a bunch of writing, these are pictures so you can really see things and you can really go through and really learn something. But I have to have her tell you about my outfit. Yes. yes. Tell us now, about and, and the outfit. And, and it can be wrong. It can be wrong material. It could be anything. But just explain what I'm wearing. Yes. She she is spare, uh, wearing a a livery jacket with white trousers. You can't see her white trousers. And oh. she's got the best legs for fitting in those boots that you'd ever see. She does. Uh, and uh, get your yeah. leg up on the table, there you then, <laughs> <laughs> and originally, those would be those trousers would be made of deerskin, just like uh, if you went west with Lewis and Clark, you probably would have used some deerskin for clothing. Mm -hmm. But she has a groom's jacket on with a little little. Well, you don't have a pocket. She's got six buttons in front and turn around, show them the back. She's got six buttons in I back. I love this. It's so beautiful. she's she's actually a. If I can show you, she's actually a junior groom because a senior groom would not have this button here because they would want the senior groom to be comfortable when he or she sat down and in the old days it was all he's uh, but today it's she's that we want so to the look. senior would only have two, four buttons then? we'd only have four buttons okay. two on top and two on the bottom mm -hmm. so when he sat he wouldn't be uncomfortable <laughs> and she's got the six buttons in front now the, the my criticism of her would be her stock tie She's got sparkles on she's it. She's got bling, yeah. Yeah, she's got Paulette's too much bling. bling. But she is bling. You know, she right. is bling. So she would wear actually a stock pin, which would be a big version of just this pin here, to mm -hmm. hold the stock tie together. Mm -hmm. And she would probably have one that would be long right. like this that she'd have to learn how to tie. Yes. But modern people get these that are fastened with Velcro. Those are, thir those are 40 years old. Forty years old. At least. I'll be done. At least. I've had See, those in, could go in I've my had these, museum. I've had these in, since. They could go in my coach house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now the other thing that I would probably ask her to do is to put a, a little bit better hairnet around her hair, so she didn't have any little scraggles coming down. You're not allowed to have any little no, scraggles. No, no, no scraggles. And and also I'd ask her to take off her little diamond studs, although really? they're pretty impressive. But she would look more like a young boy if she didn't have those on. And she would be wearing brown gloves, uh, gloves similar to this. They would probably be a little bit more brown. These are actually, I'm going to steal from Is her. Is there a reason why it wouldn't be black gloves? Uh, yes, because you don't want to have too much black on. I okay. don't, I have no idea. 
Yeah, well, I always yeah. was told that the reins were brown at the end. Oh. She always wore the brown gloves. So, yeah, but you're not going to be driving. You're going to yeah. be looking after the horses. So yeah. you would have more brownish gloves on. These I want to steal from her because they're reinforced leather gloves for driving a foreign hand. In oh. oh, you know, have wonder. wonderful oh, no things wonder. from England. This though. came yes. from England. This <laughs> came from England. Everything you know, great comes from England. <laughs> it came from England. Why, I would have to say. Well, yeah. anyway, so she would be wearing gloves. And let's see, what else can I do? Uh, otherwise, your length of your boots is very appropriate because it comes about I four inches below the knee. So and if you're listening on the radio, you can't see these, but they're beautiful. They're black bottom and brown top. Um, mm. And they are mahogany. Just is it called beautiful. like a mahogany? Mahogany. Yeah, mahogany is correct. They are yeah, just that's And it's supposed to be four inches down from the knee. Correct. No zippers. No elastic. Correct. No. It's correct. Plain boot. Plain and boot. also, your jacket should be four inches above the knee, which it is. It is. Oh, oh my, she's really? perfect. <laughs> wow, what can I say? Four inches. She's okay, so perfect. we just got the one-minute sign, which means we have to go to break. So really quick, about how much would an outfit? A proper outfit a proper like this one, cost. one that's oh. custom. Uh, it, your your top hat might run you anywhere from fifty to two hundred fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. If you bought it new, it would run at least two hundred and fifty dollars. Your jacket would be probably four hundred dollars if you bought one from England. What did you pay for that one? This one um, came from a consignment shop. Yes. <laughs> on that note, I'm getting the we got to wrap up. So we'll be back in just a minute on the horse show. Stay with us. That's good. Won't <laughs> take me anywhere. There you go. Oh, that was fun. The Lawson Farms mission is simple: to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Lawson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. Palm makes it simple with no pressure. The best sales staff and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, and uh, it's been a great show. We've had some, some great guests. Having Gloria in here has just been absolutely amazing. We're going to put both of her websites up again that you can uh, you can go to to find out more information. She is literally a legend. Uh, here in Ocala, I think 13 or 14 countries she's been to around the world. Um, she's a legend there too. Uh, just an incredible career, so many accomplishments, wonderful, amazing books. I'm the owner of these now. I'm thrilled and excited. And you uh, can get on them at Amazon.com, yep, Gloria and Austin, and you can get these books, and they're fantastic. awesome. Fantastic. They're yes. really good books. And, and so, Gloria, you've got to have tons of really funny stories. Oh. Um, can you tell us a, a good one? Have you got a good oh, one up your oh, sleeve? Oh, now you asked me a funny story. Yes, uh, or even a, just a really, uh, really, like, maybe the most exciting you, moment. You think, oh, no, I can't t say about you coming yeah, to you the <laughs> farm. Can I say that? 
Paulette is 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 a great co-host for you because she's, she's wonderful. She loves to have fun. She does. <laughs> and when she came to my farm, she was we were doing a very lovely. I hate to say this. Is this <laughs> acceptable in public? Yes, go ahead. It is mine. Well, so we, we do on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays now, we do promenade drives because that's what we do when we go to these four-in-hand club meets. Mm -hmm. One carriage follows another carriage. Mm -hmm. All four-in-hands. All four-in-hands. So The elite. Yes. So traditional. Paulette, Paulette is on the carriage <laughs> in front of me which was owned by Jackie Musler or something oh. such as that. I can't believe and she she's this. riding along and all of a sudden, and I'm following, I'm the next <laughs> carriage, and all of a sudden Paulette bends over, pulls her drawers down, drawers down <laughs> and moons us, the, we that are following her. So that's, that's, that's and one. They, and they took and a I picture. Said, oh, and I said to I said to the people on my carriage, and we're trying to act dignified and <laughs> sophisticated, and I'm my eyes are opening up, and, and so I'm laughing hysterically. I said, did that woman just do that? Well, I was first in shock. <laughs> then I laughed. Excuse me, do we have the picture so we can <laughs> <laughs> load the picture on Facebook? Please. That's what we need. That's what we need. I'm going to try to find it. Show. Can we load that on Facebook, please? <laughs> Was that, that happened? There's reason to yeah, there, was reason. there was a reason. There was a photographer there, and when we were doing the the, the one show, there's always uh, a reason. And, when and Paula. I was a groom, and we, you know, everything's perfect, and you're very perfect. Everything's perfect, and so the judge told us that watch when you sit, your breeches were showing through. So oh, my butt no, was showing. No. So, no, no. <laughs> You don't show your breeches. You don't show your butt, your butt, your bum. So I sh was on a four-in-hand carriage, and I said, is my butt showing yet? Well, anyway, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, I can't believe you I'm trying that. to think of other funny stories. Uh, <laughs> well, you, where but you've got Paulette involved. The picture circulates. It's beautiful. That's it's, right. The That's woods, right. it's yeah. Grand Oaks, yeah. and this yeah. beautiful carriage with the Frisians going. Yeah. I can remember some... And a full moon. Yeah, there you go. I can remember some hardships. <laughs> One of the times was driving in a place, I think it was called Diepenheim in the Netherlands. Uh, uh, don't quote me on the place and country. But anyway, so we went on this drive, and we had... A, uh, I, forgive me, my European friends, we had some incorrigible horses. But I drove <laughs> a pair of them in this event, this traditional driving event, and it's June, so I'm thinking, well, summertime in Europe, it's going to be, you know, sunshine and blossoms and green grass. It was rain and snow and sleet. And the rain and the sleet was going absolutely sideways. Oh, yes. oh, and I came back, you, you want to know how bad somebody can look, is come back from driving in a rain and sleet storm like that with two beautiful horses that were great. But, uh, you know, there yes. you go. So everything's <laughs> going <laughs> sideways. So tell us, Equine Heritage Institu in Institute. Yes, yes. If anybody wants to adopt us at their favorite charity, what it does is go, the money goes for the production of even more of these books. Because I have a staff of one, two, three very talented people and sometimes uh, some extra people who want to, 
to help. Uh, I'm trying to convince others to publish books through us as well. Uh, but anyway, so if they want to adopt us as their, as their favorite charity, it's Equine Heritage Institute. It's a private, not-for-profit operating foundation, and we produce books. It's up there books. on the screen as well, equineheritageinstitute.org. Yeah. Or, um, you know, and you just go there and you can make a donation, or you can call us up and chat with uh, Jeff I love or myself. This. The history of World War I cavalry was yes. key to the war. Learn why war animals were vital. Right. And then I like mm -hmm. this, steeped in tradition, tea. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring you some PG tips. Oh, great. Okay. Yes. All right. That's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what gets that's me right. through my days. I so, uh, Equine Heritage Institute, I love it. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. That's a wonderful. Now, some people ask me why I did a book on tea. Well, I was very interested in the Silk Road, um, in the land routes that they took, because sometimes in reverse it was called the Horse Road, because they, they took uh, silk and tea to Europe, and when they returned, they oftentimes bought blooded horses, probably some of your, your country's extraction, mm -hmm. back to China. And sometimes those roads were called the horse road in reverse when they were run from mm. the uh, west to the east. And so I got interested in the Silk Road. Well, then I got interested in tea because we wanted to put on these formal teas uh, oh, when I operated wow. the museum. And so we put on afternoon teas or what have you. So that's how the tea book, well, you know, they, you think I'm writing about horses, but I am a little bit. Yeah. But with coaching, isn't there one where they go places and then they have Absolutely. That's tea? why the cookbook is about. I know. You I'm can so excited go places about the We have picnics on the lawn. Yeah. Uh, picnic drives, they're called. Mm -hmm. They're promenade drives in the private driving club in Europe that I belong to. Uh, it's it's a very august group of people, and let me tell tell you, girls, if you want to be part of the good old boys club, start <laughs> fa driving four horses, and <laughs> really? they they will accept you yeah. because the skill level to to it's drive huge. four to a big heavy coach is great, mm -hmm. and so I was part of that uh, that coaching club in Europe. So or that well, here, well, it's, it's the pioneer I, of a my, woman my, that pioneered something. My guesstimate well, yeah. is we have about two minutes left. Okay. So I'm going to say that was the fastest show ever. But I'm also going to tell you really funny quick. So on the 175th anniversary of Marion County, David Helmuth and his six um, team with the historic stagecoach were there and I he had been in the parade the year before mm -hmm. and so we knew each other we were friends and he saw me and he waved at me and he goes come over here and he grabbed me and pulled me up and he handed me the reins and I went but I've never driven before and he's like you'll be fine Facebook live me you know driving for the first time with this huge team and this and I said but there are innocent people in here because there were yeah. there were people yeah. right and, and his horses were very well trained, but it made me look good. So that's my funny story of my yeah. first experience. And now, of course, uh, and Wayne and Mary. And when you come to my place. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a great video. This will be the best. This will be so yeah. much fun. Listen, I want to thank you, Gloria. Thank you. My yeah, gifts are amazing. You being here, incredible. Yeah, we're going to have a series from her farm with her horses. You're going to love. Paulette, thank you for bringing her. 
Um, listen, it's Derby weekend, or it would have been. Uh, it's uh, it's coming up here. Do you know first, her the glass first, is empty yes. and mine still has are full. <laughs> you know, it, it's coming up. It, it's here the first Saturday in May. How weird. We thought 2019 with the first disqualification was weird. This year's even weirder. It's going to be in September. Mm. Happy Derby weekend. Talk derby, derby to me, whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, Florida or not. Happy horsing around to the same time next week. <laughs>